I'm Camille. I'm Anita. And, and we're, we're the, the Soul, Soul Sisters. Sisters. We didn't prep that time, but we nailed it. We nailed it. <laughs> and that's not normal. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so today uh, we are going to talk about the holidays and how not to let the holidays weigh you down. Pun intended. Pun intended. Do you get it? <laughs> <laughs> so being a personal trainer and obviously a, a bikini competitors, we have kind of a a social pressure around the holidays. And I think everyone does too. It's just a time of indulgence. And I think there's typically two routes that people head down for the holidays um, for people that are trying to be conscious of their physique or their weight or whatever. The first being trying to make low fat green bean casseroles or only eating the white meat at dinner table or maybe only having the sweet potatoes and scooping off the marshmallows and maybe passing on the buns um, as their way to enjoy the Thanksgiving with their family, um, but not let their fitness goals sacrifice. Almost asking to have the meal um, look at like as what their diet plan is and having the meal surrounded around that. Yes. And... There's our philosophy on how you can treat the holidays. And that would be basically just preparing in advance for that meal so that you can enjoy the meal for what it is. And you don't have to change it. You don't have to alter it. You also don't have to feel bad about it. So, like, things you would do in preparation for the holidays might be things like maybe leaning up a couple pounds before the holiday season so that you can afford to add a little bit of extra body fat onto your body and you'll be totally fine. Like um, another one would be eating clean uh, 90% of the time. And then have, you know, if you've got two holiday parties that week, you eat clean the rest of the week. But then during the holiday party, you don't worry about your nutrition, your plan. You I obviously keep control of everything and <laughs> yeah. you don't need to be running to the candy dish, like for Halloween every five seconds. But at the same time is, Keep on track in your normal life and then allow the party to be the party. Allow Thanksgiving to be Thanksgiving and your traditions to be healthy or unhealthy as you want them to be. Right. And something that I've done before, because obviously it's really easy to say, just enjoy the meal when you're not on contest prep. But I've prep, I was on contest prep last year for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. And I still ate peanut butter balls, you know, a normal Thanksgiving dinner. And the way that I was able to do that was just making sure that, you know, for breakfast I had egg whites. Or, you know, I made sure my macros by the end of the day would fit along with that meal. So I, I basically planned ahead in terms of what I was going to eat at the dinner table. No, I didn't whip out my scale at the dinner table either. Right. But I was eyeballed it enough and I knew how much of everything that I was going to eat. Or, and macroed it into my plan before. Picking, picking and choosing. And if it's something, if you've been overindulging or eating on something for lunch, but then you know you're going to grandma's and she's going to have her cake, but you can have a little bit, save it for the next day. Yeah. You're a big saver of macros, yep. especially, you know, leftovers of food or desserts and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Save that extra indulging thing for the next day. Plant. I think if you're trying to force your diet plan or your nutrition just you know, low fat or only having turkey and clean potatoes that day and leaving, 
leaving all the other stuff out, sometimes you have to if you've got a show coming up. But if you don't have to, allow yourself to enjoy that day in that moment and you're not projecting your nutrition plan onto everyone else. And then on the rest of the days when you're back doing your normal thing, just keep it clean. And I think it doesn't have to be like you don't have to feel like you're deprived during that week that you're keeping it clean too. I think a lot of it is just like how you look at it. And if you you can get excited about chicken, rice, and veggies, I'm sorry, but if you could use the right spices, that's exciting. (laughs) Oh yeah, totally. You're right. A super clean meal. And I just, I had a friend one time who wouldn't eat something that day and put it in her purse and saved it for Sunday because that was her day when she could eat things. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I had to like chuckle a little because I was like, that's, that seems weird. But And also, to me, it mostly scared me because, to me, that already gave me anxiety about eating, overeating on on one one day. day. Right. And I just feel like if you just would have ate it that day, you would be fine and just move past it. And watch your portion control, right? Right. Not just, like, going gung-ho for one day to the point where it hurts because I've done that. And so have I. And I've gone through Thanksgivings where I've, you know, three plates in, clean plate club. I'm, I'm eating to overindulge until it did hurt. I was more mm-hmm. in high school. I don't know why we would do it, but we would do it. And mm-hmm. we all know what that is. Mm-hmm. We've all had those moments or those, a special occasion where you and your cousins are overindulging to overindulge. Um, and um, I don't enjoy it. So when I get to Thanksgiving now, like I, I eat to full, like I'm not scared that I'm not going to get this, stuffing until next thanksgiving like i know i'll make stuffing later if i'm ever craving it so i just eat to satisfaction and i don't eat to to gorge Uh, and there's just no pressure on the holiday like leading into the holiday go um i would say i'm gonna probably pull off a couple more pounds in the next week or so happy with weight Mm -hmm. um but preparing that way lets you put a couple pounds on now don't put a couple pounds on in a day or two but okay so the holidays you're gonna indulge okay it's not that big of a deal prepare for it and Mm -hmm. prepare by dropping that weight or dropping that weight to a really satisfactory number or a look or whatever you're doing for your tracking and then say okay for the next three or four weeks i'm gonna allow myself to put two pounds on or four pounds on, or whatever it is. Now, I allow my weight to fluctuate up and down. However, my husband can jump 15 pounds in a week. Mm-hmm. Like, we allow our weight to kind of go up and down. But he would know his bottom line number in that, too. But just, I think, just allowing that, too. And I was talking to Brayden about this one time, where now that it's I don't have a show picked out, and I'm not, like, cr- like rushing the clock to, like, get onto the, a stage anytime soon... I want to treat my body in like seasons of like what matters to you. Like when do you want to be more lean? Mm -hmm. And I think that because I think it's normal and natural for your body to go into leaner stages and to go into a little bit softer stages and to go in and out of those and enjoy both of them for different reasons. But if you are like a beach bum and you just love being in your bikini all summer long, Maybe, like, keep it a little cleaner for the summertime if that's what you like doing. But if you're more of a nightclub fall winter type of gal who likes looking sharp in her evening gowns, then maybe keep it a little leaner then. Mm. Or whatever season. Like, do look the look that you like 
being in right. that season and like when it makes sense. If you don't really care, if you don't have any plans to go on a vacation in the winter time, then yeah, that's fine. Get a little softer, enjoy your food a little up bit a more. Little bit. Yeah, allow that's fine. it. Just let it happen. Just you know? like keep it under control. Don't. I be think if you spoke to more women and like a lot of the gals I've been talking to lately, like just to be able to tell another girl to be like, allow yourself to put three pounds on. Yeah. Wherever you're at right now, you're you, you're so mentally focused on losing ten or fifteen. Always. Why don't you uh, put three on? And they look at you like you're crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I, I I put weight on. I put weight on and I take it off. I put it on and I take it off. And that's kind of the human, yeah, the body, the on and off switch. Our body is meant to store fat to help survival mode situations, mm-hmm. and then we burn out the fat because we need to and, and survive. You know, like just instinctively. All right, part it of the, the mecha- yeah me- mechanisms of the body, but to tell another woman to be like, yeah, even if you're fighting for the ten pounds, just uh, just stop panicking and allow yourself to put three pounds on. And to all people that are like really stressed out about the last ten pounds, yeah. all I want to do is like, yeah, add three more, but like hit those weights hard. Yeah, like you make those calories get put to good use. Right, like. Uh, th- I don't know. I just think that because that's going to help them ultimately. You know, oh. adding as much muscle is going to help oh pull gosh, off yeah. body fat. Absolutely. So it's like if you're going to be in a surplus anyways, you might as well like get some bomb right. Yeah, and yeah, oh, yeah. If you're going to be eating heavy or having a lot of holiday parties, yeah, hit those weights. Just yeah, put it definitely right. Put like it switch to- into hypertrophy to more of a lift, strength. Lift, or- lift. Um, don't worry about cardio. Do cardio after the holidays. You know, right? Um, and and you can strip off that uh, every all that work you did. And again, you can still eat pretty clean depending on, you know, recipes with everyone. And you can still eat in bulk and eat around certain things if you want to watch it. If you have a ton of holiday parties. I mean, I'm sure I remember working at industry um, in industry and it just the the employee room would just be full of food mm-hmm. and snacks. I'd pop candy bars constantly mm-hmm. or donuts or cookies or those will get you. <laughs> right. It's just a, the little... Consi- like the ones that are consistently around you, that's what get to. Oh, yeah. So what about alcohol for the holidays? Like, what's your, like, info on um, alcohol around the holidays? I Well, I've been kind of free-flowing with my alcohol all summer. I'm actually going to tighten it up here and then probably only drink during some holiday parties. So I'm not going to drink socially or when I'm sitting at home and having a beer. So I'm actually going to tighten up on my, my mm-hmm. alcohol and then let it free-flow at the any holiday parties yeah, that I get. But for like other people, like what's a real reasonable thing for that? What's realistic for the holidays and alcohol? Cause a lot of people get really bent out of shape about that. Either well, just, just for too the much calories? or the excessive calories or yeah. I mean, just be aware of what you're drinking. Um, my sister likes something called an iron butterfly. It's delicious, but oh my gosh, there's so many calories in that thing. <laughs> right? It's a sugar and alcohol drink. Like, it is legit caribou coffee on alcohol. <laughs> I, if caribou coffee got drunk, that's what the <laughs> iron butterfly is. It's it amazing. Delicious. Oh my God, it's so good. Most bartenders only know other versions similar to a white Russian. Anyway, well, you can't have five of those in yeah, a night. You right. know what? Be smart with what you're drinking. Um, I, I'll drink light beer and wine, um, but just, and again, soda drinks and stuff like that. Just be smart with what you're drinking, but still have your indulgent one. If you want that, that nice martini or that 
iron butterfly or whatever it could be. Yeah, I would say in general, just like be selective. And I think that as a person, you should have that right to be selective with how you want to have those meals and those drinks and make them special. And And if you're going to, if you know you're going to have a couple of very special cocktails because it's, you know, tradition or whatever, because you want it, then eat a salad, eat a bigger salad and a little less of the mashed potatoes and then account for the alcohol as a meal. Account those calories as Which, a mini meal. If you missed it at the macros class, I looked up how to track macros for alcohol since if you look on the back of like a beer can or like mostly hard liquors, they'll have some carbs and fats maybe, but not enough to the amount of cal- the calorie level. And that's because they're like empty calories and they don't have like the same amount of carbs and mm-hmm. um, fats, but you can either, they broke it down to, you can either pick how many ever, if you want to go into fats or if you want to go into carbs, which I have way more carbs than I have fats. Yep. So personally, I would just do break it down into carbs. So if you take the total calories and you divide it by four, since that's how many grams, one carb has four calories. You just take the total calories divided by four and that's how many carbs you have to take, like enter into your macros macros. right and then you'll kind of know too like does it fit did i have way more alcohol last night so i need to tighten it up today right like you just gotta self-monitor people (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i think that's a huge problem too because i think people don't realize when they're full i think that that's one of the biggest things that i personally learned when i read my Mm. book that i talk about all the time which is intuitive eating i didn't really listen to see if i was full ever until I was in pain and I was like oh yeah I'm full now like I thought that over full was regular full oh yep no I believe it and it took me like slowing down eating my food Mm -hmm. to realize like when it was that I got full a meal is meant to be expanded on just think of the traditional in Europe the seven courses the dinners Mm -hmm. where it's little by little little and the courses are planned on digestive and palate and everything there's a reason for it uh-huh. like when meals used to be more eloquent and and um all day long so you're digesting all the time that kind of a thing instead of just hoarding in food <laughs> quick and heading out the door i have the yell at um, sean about how, how quickly he i eats. right right and that's a trained thing too and i think a lot of people have to kind of have that aha moment or realize at what moments like did i allow myself to get so hungry that mm-hmm. now i'm shoveling it in and you know it all comes at different times but what do you use now for your trigger? Um, so you're you're now aware when you're starting to get full and mm-hmm. you have instead of that painful full, what's your trigger? What do you know? What do you what's your moment? I try to set the fork down once I realize I'm like, oh my god, I'm eating too quickly. Yeah. So I'll just set my fork down in between bites so that I can actually chew my food and eat yeah. it. Also because I have ingrained in my brain my host mom and when I lived in Spain yelling yeah. at me for eating too quickly. too quickly. She's like, it's bad for yeah. you. It's yeah. just bad for your it's digestion. Like every, every So I try to set the fork down in between bites okay. when I get closer to like halfway or like three-fourths of the way on my plate, whatever I put on there. So you go full blackout the first half, yep. right? I, just, I know I got to <laughs> eat that much. So I usually forget for the first half. Okay. And then when I start to feel like I'm hung- like I'm getting fuller, yep. I'll set the fork down, down in between bites right. and just keep eating. If I'm hungry, then I'll eat more. And then if I'm not hungry, then I don't eat more. Right. And when I don't, like when I track meticulously and I have my meals kind of planned out already, I'll typically eat my proteins first because I know I have to eat it all anyways. Mm-hmm. 
But if I don't have like a set meal and I'm just picking out of like, I can pick my own meal, then I just eat whatever feels right. And even if I just have to eat like the rest of it later, like I just try to evenly yep. distribute it. Right. Yep. Like I don't try to just eat carbs anymore. Like I try to eat protein when I eat everything Got it. else. Yep. No. And that's, that's something I've been lacking on lately is my protein intake. Um, when I'm eating a lot, it's that kind of that internal sigh, mm-hmm. that moment of, and you can feel if it. If I sigh, then I'm too far. You're I'm too full. far. Oh, if no. I have to sigh, but it's I, so, so... I kind of, I eat slower than you do. Yeah. So I'm sure my sigh is probably <laughs> igniting much earlier than yours. I was like, if I sighed, <laughs> we are done. past that point. No. <laughs> I used to sigh, and that's when I'd be like, oh, here we go, people, put it all on. We got to finish this. And I used to sigh, and then that I would drive, finish through. the plate, and I would, that's when I would go that over. My side must come much earlier than yours. And I think you all have it. And you almost, if you haven't recognized it yet, um, look for it. It's there every time you're eating. Your body's just like, and we're done. Yeah. (laughs) But that one is one of my main triggers. Um, But I think, yeah, I think I do eat slower. I, I think I eat slower because right now I have two kids under five. And they're, they're intervening. As soon as I sit down to eat, both kids are on me and I'm not, I can't eat anymore or they need something or something's happening. So I think that slows down my eating a lot too. And I come back to it a lot. But yeah, I think that that's my general overall advice is to plan ahead for it and to indulge and don't wait for the day or the week or don't avoid being upset or worried about the holiday weight gain plan ahead Lose a little bit of weight before, even if you've got some stuff coming up, lose it in between Thanksgiving and Christmas so you can be indulgent and enjoy New Year's or however you want. And Um, don't eat something just because it's there. If you don't like it, don't eat it. I think think that sounds stupid, but I think people eat stuff they don't like just because it's there. And they'll pick it up or they, yeah, or just because they ate it two years ago and they remembered it or who knows. Like, I am selective about my cookies now because I'm just like, it's just not worth it. It's got to be a good cookie for me to eat a cookie. Right. But if it's good, yeah, for sure, bring them on. Don't shovel your face if it tastes bad. <laughs> it sounds dumb, but I don't know. I feel like I could have used that piece of advice a couple years ago. Right, right. Keep your hands to yourself. Eat it only if it's important. Manifest the dessert you want and have it taste how you want and then eat that one. Be picky. Be picky. And don't let the holidays weigh you down. Don't let the holidays weigh you down. See you next week. <laughs>